Good morning and welcome to the Parent Life Podcast. This is a ministry for parents trying to raise their children uh, with godly principles and a Christian perspective. Uh, we're a ministry of Fruit Cove Baptist Church. Um, every week we try to release a 10 to 12 minute uh, video that can help you in engaging conversation with your child. Uh, this week our guest is again uh, Pastor Tim Maynard, lead pastor at Fruit Cove Baptist. We refer to him as PT and so we're glad to have you back this week. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. So uh, today is Inauguration Day, and uh, let's just say this past year has been a little contentious, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some controversy, Uh, and and for all of our listeners who are not Americans, just so you know, this is the day when our future president is sworn in and will soon begin his four-year term. Uh, And if you've watched the news at all, you know that that's not been going well uh, for the last couple months. So I really don't want to talk about the inauguration process or all that. I really want us to talk about, okay... As a parent, how do we engage with our children for praying for our leaders, especially if you're in a situation that you don't necessarily agree with that leader? Mm-hmm. So how do we do that? And then how do we also respect them as God would have us respect them? Okay. All right. Uh, great questions and an important day. Uh, we have been on a long journey to get here. Uh, and uh, it is uh, certainly, I think everybody's going to hopefully breathe a sigh of relief when things are are kind of resolved now and we move on to the next whatever election cycles coming up but at any rate I think it's re- it's really important Jason in, in my thinking through this season that we have been in especially that we as parents continue to remind our children of how important democracy is you know we and, and I don't want this this is not a political science lecture I'm not sure. good at that but I think that that part of the misunderstanding that has come about as a result of all the contentiousness that's been happening, is I think our children are walking where they're watching this. And I remember watching my parents. In fact, the first time I remember the first time I went with my mother, and and she and and we and she didn't really go into all the detail of what we were doing, but she had to walk. We were walking across this field from our street to the next street over, which is where the the polling place was. And she was walking across, and she told us. She told me. She said, "We're going. I'm going. We're going voting." I thought she said boating, and I kept looking for the water. I didn't know what boating meant. You know, the boat? I thought there's no boat. What? <laughs> it was really disappointing. But at any rate, you know, kids are watching. They are paying attention to what's happening and, and how we're going about this and what we're saying about this and how we are respecting or disrespecting people in authority. And this is where we need to be very careful as parents. Nothing wrong with having your opinion. Nothing wrong with having a different opinion than everybody else has. However, you need to be conscious that your opinion is being picked up by your child and being heard by your child. And if you are not wanting to indoctrinate them with your point of view alone, then you've got to be pretty careful about how you're handling yourself through this. But one of the things that, that I see in the Bible, and I've read this passage several times and aloud in the past uh, weeks and days and months, and, and, it, and in 1 Timothy chapter 2, you've heard it, no doubt, but let me read it again, 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. First of all then, I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people for kings and all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. Wow. So here's, here's what we hear. 
this letter was written, 1 Timothy was written a little bit later, probably post AD 50, probably mm -hmm. somewhere around AD 60. I think Paul died somewhere around 63. So this may have been somewhere in that, in that, latter, that very latter period of time. Right. Now, at that particular period of time, um, some of the most raging persecution that was about to happen to the church had not yet happened. But the church was, at this period of time, still beginning to be marginalized and right. still beginning to be politically marginalized and pushed aside. And, and, and I think people were starting to realize that this, this church is a real threat. Yeah. To the, um, they were, it was growing and, and slaves were coming in by, by you know, thousands to, uh, to, to become part of the church. Right. And people were starting to go, okay, this is, this is getting kind of scary. So they were pushing back, and there was, uh, you know, there were some things beginning to happen. Sometimes uh, Christians would be intimidated and arrested, uh, maybe, and, and put in prison for a time. Something like this happens in Haiti occasionally. You know, they'll they'll imprison a pastor just yeah. to shut him up. Make or a this. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, that kind of thing. It's not persecution so, per se, but it is a systematic way of saying we're we're going to shut you down. We want right. you to stop. But in, in this context, and as we've read this on, and, and as the first Christians received this, and then began to pass that on down to the next decade or two, it landed in the middle of persecution. It landed in the middle of, you know, I, I got to go, uh, Neil and I got to visit Ephesus a couple of years ago in Turkey, and uh, we got to walk into the ancient city of Ephesus. But before you get into the city, before you, you get too far into the, the the official part of the city, there is an area that is a, was a government area uh, where tribunals would be held, where trials would be held, where people would be brought in that were suspicious and to be cleared to allow them access to the city. So it was the, the literal gateway of the city. But in the middle of that, and, and now this was the guide telling us this, in the middle of that there was an altar. There was a, a, a just a rock kind of built up, still there. Mm -hmm. apparently authentic uh, and uh, and they said you know on that altar there would be burnt offerings made to you know of animals and and different kinds of right. as as an offering to Caesar uh, you would actually go there to pledge your loyalty to Caesar and that was part of what they would require before you come in you have to be willing to say you know Caesar is Lord and this is this is and you would put incense on that altar as a part of your pledge just to of, get into of saying, the city. Yeah, wow. just just entry to the city. Well, Christians would not do that. Mm. And uh, and there were occasions that she said it was not commonplace, but she said there were occasions when Christians would be burned on that altar oh, because wow. of their refusal to to say to Caesar's Lord, Caesar to say is Caesar is God. God. Yeah, and they yeah. wouldn't do that. So these are the people reading those words. Mm. You know, you got to understand. These are the people that are going. Well, I, you know, hey, I, my friend Jason tried to get in Ephesus, and and he wouldn't bow before Caesar, and they burn him. And he didn't make it. Yeah. But I'm still supposed to pray yeah. for these people. I'm still it's a supposed lot to pray. Than the situation we might find yes. ourselves in. Yes. I, I still need to pray for this. And 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 Paul would answer yes. You know, I I urge you to pray for kings, for all people, mm -hmm. but for kings and those in positions of high authority over mm -hmm. us. And, and that, you know, when, when the person that is the king or the president or the, per, or the person in position of high authority, and I always think when I read this, I think today about how do church, how do, how do the Christians in China pray for the dictator yeah. 
yeah. that is bulldozing their churches and tearing the steeples yeah. off their churches and, and throwing their pastors and people in, in prison jail. and keeping yeah. lists of bad lists of people that are going to church services. Do they pray for this, for, for this dictator? Yeah. Paul would say yes. Yeah. All right. Now, let's bring it back to America. You don't like the president right now. This is not the person you voted for. Mm-hmm. This, was, this was not your favor. This was not what you thought would be in the best interest of America. But at this point in time, it's time for you to lay your political flag aside. And you get down on your knees as I'm a Christian. And I will pray for this person. I don't have to like him. Right. I'm not even, it doesn't even say here uh, what you are to pray. We, we are, there are four different kinds of prayers, supplications, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You know? The last one's so, kind of hard. And that's a tough one. And, <laughs> and you may have to swallow hard to, to say, you know, we need to give thanks. That, 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 you know, maybe, yes, we have a leader that we may not particularly agree with on everything. And over the past year, you've had a choice of leaders, some that you have deeply agreed with and some that you've deeply disagreed with. Yeah. And yet, here we are. We've survived, you know? And that may be the case. We may be in a season now. You may not at all agree with the president in in positions and policies that he may have. But we are to pray. We are to pray. And and that prayer, you want to pray if if you think the person is not even a Christian. Well, then pray for their salvation. Mm. Pray for their family. Pray for, you know. So we we pray. We are to pray. That we may have the, the blessing of living a quiet and godly life. And, and I think everybody's ready for a little bit of quiet and yeah. godly lives right now. Yeah. So that's what I would hope that would happen. All right. That's. Well, thank you for joining us uh, today as we talk through how to pray uh, this inauguration day. I would encourage you parents, uh, actually model this before your children. Take time maybe uh, when they come home from school or before you go to bed or, or if you watch this before they go to school. Do this around breakfast table and just mm-hmm. pray over the leaders with thanksgiving. Uh, pray with intercession that they might come to know the Lord if they do not, and, and really set that standard in your family of what it means uh, to be a Christian and to honor people and respect people because we're honoring and respecting the Lord who allowed them to be in power. So thank you again for being with us, Tim. Next My week pleasure. we've got uh, Doug Koweski coming. He's the director of the Cove Ministry here at the church, a brand new family counseling ministry that we just launched this month. So you're definitely going to want to tune in next week for that. Uh, Our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and the video version is on YouTube. Thank you very much for joining, and we'll see you next week.